Are you a sneakerhead? A baller? Want to know about the hottest brand you can lace up and run with? Well, get ready, because we got all the details right here. It's Kicks and Bricks, where we got game on the streets and on the court. Here's your host, Jamel Cutler. Welcome to another edition of Kicks and Bricks. Today we have one of the biggest sneakerheads in the music industry today. Joining us is Eric Billinger. What's up, E? How you doing? Yo, what's good? What's good? How you feeling? All right, so you have a new album coming out soon. It's entitled Eric B for um, uh, Eric B for President Term B. Can you tell us the concept behind your new project? Yes, sir. So basically, uh, I put out a project called Eric B for President Term One, Term Two, and then now this is Term Three. And um, I know you know it's a tough time right now. We're in the middle of the candidacy. We, we voting right now, and you know. I just wanted to kind of piggyback, piggyback off everything just to, you know, kind of remind people to vote throughout the process, like the, the whole campaign of my album, I'm kind of reminding people to vote with all the singles, you know, like every time, every week I'm putting out a new song and just say vote, you know what I mean? Uh, I know it's a big time for us. So I just want to use my, my voice and my platform as a way to just kind of seamlessly merge the two, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I like um, on term one and term two, like the title kind of pays tribute to the original Eric B from Eric B and Rock Him. And they're like pretty big out here in New York. Yeah. So um like can you tell us what can we expect on um term three? Like yeah, what's different so from term two term and term one, one? Uh term one was real hip hop. You know, I was uh I was paying homage to Eric B and Rock Him for sure on that album. And uh term two was more relaxation like i saw a picture of obama on a jet ski after he had you know did his two terms and then i went and recorded the whole album in malibu so the whole theme was based around you know the waves and the water and the vacation and now term three uh i feel like our climate of everything is just you know so one-sided so i went real smooth you know i went real r&b you know um i think a lot of people is at home we turned down <laughs> We need to chill. We need something smooth. But at the same time, you know, I'm still glorifying the women. You know what I mean? Uh, this project is pretty much like the backstory of me and my first lady. So, you know, when you when you hear these songs, you're going to hear a story connecting from each song to each song. We also have videos for every song. And when you play it all together, you see one big story. Like you said about the videos, like, I don't think anybody has done this before, but like when you release like one song a what was it one song a week or one song a day? Yeah, one song. Yeah. I've been doing one song a week. Yeah, one one song a week from like early September till now. Like, um, why did you choose to go that route instead of like just releasing the whole project just at one yeah. at one time? I, um, I think we we've done that a lot. Like, we always just put it out and then we promo after. But a lot of times, people are real. What's the word, man? The attention span is just isn't as deep anymore, you know? So we just wanted to try the opposite approach. Instead of promoting the album after it's out, let's promote the album before it's out, same way they used to do back in the day. You know, labels would do like three, four singles, full push, and then drop an album, you know? And I look at it now like, man, who knows if everybody's going to get to the whole album? Let's drop every song. 
You know, let's make every single song a single. Let's make a video for every song because I love the music so much and I don't want to like half do it. I really want people to see my full intention uh, behind the song concept. All right. So like term three is like a love story between yourself and your wife. Like you talk about like the evolution of your marriage and like how that continues to reflect through your music. Yeah, man. So my um my my situation is really unique. You know, I've known Lamaya almost twenty years now. You know, we've had the same manager uh, back in the day when she was in a group called ISIS, and I was in a singing group called A New. So you know, we got to actually grow with each other. You know, we got to respect each other throughout the process, and I think her understanding of everything that I do it really uh, enables and empowers me. You know, to truly be who I'm supposed to be, uh, from walking in my, my calling to being an R&B singer that's married. You know what I'm saying? In this culture, in this climate. But the thing is, my truth is so organic and so genuine, you know, and I think the people just relate and just love that, you know, what I practice is what I preach or what I preach is what I practice and everything that I'm singing about, I'm doing it and everything that I'm living and I'm talking about, I'm walking in it, you know? So to be able to glorify my wife, you may think, Oh, the R and B singer, like y'all normally supposed to be single, but I really look at it. Like it gives hope to women to know that, you know, there is men out there that still want to praise that woman. Like what type of advice would you give the, the single bros out there? Who's like who's still trying to find that special lady in their yeah. life? Yeah, I, I would say, man, like just keep looking because it's out there. And I know that we may have the intention, but a lot of times the female may look at the guy like the stereotypical guy. Like, you know, like all guys are the same, all men are dogs, but I think they gave up uh, on us, you know, and took the independent route. But I believe that there's truly women out there that's ready to be domestic and that's ready to hold it down if the right man comes along. So I look at it like you just got to have patience and wait for the one instead of settling. Because if you're ever settling in anything, it's not going to be right. You're not going to be happy no matter what. So I wouldn't suggest settling, you know, but I would definitely encourage people to just know what they want. And if it's not it, you got to let it go. But you can't be afraid to try. All right, so like another project that you have out now is um my life is for my life is for um four hundred like I haven't gotten around to listen to the whole thing yet, but so far that the album is fire and I like the yeah. joint with Chris Brown on it. Yes, sir. Thanks, man. Yeah, we uh we put that joint together one night real real late. It was crazy. I got a call. I was in my studio working, and it was like, yo, we got this joint. We need you to pull up. And I got there, and my fam Jazz Laser was there, Pat, uh, Chris Brown was there, and it was like, yo, so it's gonna be Chris Brown, Tiger, YG. It was like, we just wanna see, you know, what you feel, and we're gonna all collab on uh, writing all of Chris Brown's parts. So, you know, it was a layup, you know, when I got there, the beat was crazy, you know, Tupac, you know what I mean? And then, and then you got YG came off so hard. Tiger came off so hard. So now I was like, let me go in the booth first. 
<laughs> Let me go on the booth first, you know? And we did so many different ideas that it's like, it's interesting to see how it all came together because there was like four hooks, you know what I'm saying? And like the verse is the verse though. That was the verse, <laughs> but it was so many different hooks. And, you know, in music, I look at it like it's, it's, it's theory, you know, it's like, it's not just, this is, you know, what's, what can work. It's like, you got to go like, what will work? What can the people, you know, digest? And what is the most catchiest parts? And, you know, to see what they actually did with everything, you know, I was really excited. Like, I've seen some of your videos and and then a lot of them, I noticed that, that you wear a lot of, um, like, legit sneaker heat. So, like, I want to talk about, like, what are you, like, your all-time favorite sneakers? Yeah. Ah, man, the favorites, I don't know, man. It's so many crazies. I really like, I don't know, like Jordan, maybe you get from me, you're going to say Jordan. I like the Concord 11s. It was like my number one Jordan. But like shoes, I don't know, man. I got, I like, I like the Yeezy Jaspers. It was like, it was just so disrespectful, dog. With the, the pink bottom is just so bright and neon, you know what I'm saying? And the shoe is luxurious. I think that's it. You know, I got those joints. And then I just started to really look at them like, damn, the detail and then the gold tassel with the, with the, you know, the, the fringes, you know? So I think, I think I got to go with them. Yeah. So now it was probably easy for you to um like get certain sneakers, but like before fame, did you ever like camp out for shoes or like, you know, into yeah. the, the, um, the sneakers lottery and catch an L just like the rest of us? Yeah, no, I was, uh, <clears throat> I was definitely the guy in line. Because I, I, I've never been a person that would wait for people to do stuff for me. You know what I'm saying? And before now, now, of course, I can be like, yo, what's up? I need some shoes. I need, you know, like, and people will come through and the ticket would just be up a little bit. But it's like, at least I can get any shoe, you know. But before <clears throat> it was like, I'm going to just wait in line. And honestly, I would meet such cool people in lines that it was like, man, this is dope. And plus, I didn't know no better. I wasn't, no, I wasn't like, you know, ever feeling like. I'm this big, you know what I mean? I was especially like junior high school. I was I was late to school. Like that's how, you know. When I remember the all black space jabs came out, and you know, see you talking Jordans. You know, cause when we was younger, it was all it was only Jordans. You know what I'm saying? Like really for me. But the space jams, I went to school late. I remember <laughs> it was just a thing, man. The shoes, the shoes really complete the fit. The shoes really say a lot. You don't gotta say much. Like, what's, like, the wildest story that you have from, like, camping out for shoes? Uh, a fight. I've seen a fight happen, you know. Mm-hmm. That shit be crazy. Like, it's not that. I'm not swinging, you know what I mean? Like, if niggas want to get, get that stupid, I'm just like, man, yeah. But I've definitely seen some people fighting and stomped out in the mall, like, crazy. <laughs> Stop. Like, I'm talking about, I'm talking about, I'm from LA, I'm like, you know, the hood. So, like, I'm talking about the gate bust off the thing, like, you know. <laughs> It was crazy. <laughs> All right, so like my grill changes from like every year. Like if you ask me last year, my grill was probably like the um, Air Colette sort of something. I'm mm. not gonna yeah, I'm not gonna say how much I I spent on it because. <laughs> Yo, I like I like those joints, you know, with the um, with the button on them, the adapt. I thought that was just oh, something. Yeah. Them is, them is hard. I didn't get those, but they, they look like the mags. I want to get those too. <clears throat> Do you have a grill that you're after? Um, man, you know, I want those, um, undefeated Nike Neapolitan joints, the high top joints. They just put like a re-release out. I don't want those. I'm trying to get the original. 
All right, so like round numbers, like do you know how many sneakers do you have? Man, I just moved in. It was like a hundred. Mm, it's a lot. But, jeez, uh, now, I don't know. I've separated. I separated like my collection. But overall, oh, oh, bro, I would, I would say the ones that are like heat that I would like, you know. Yeah. I want to just throw, oh, you know what I mean? But like maybe like 40 pairs of like, yo, you got these that I don't be pulling out, like Tiffany's or, you know. So like, so like 40 pairs that you need security to walk around with, basically. I'm not taking them nowhere. I'm <laughs> yeah. I got them in storage locked up. <laughs> yeah, but no, as far as like when I be wearing, I don't know. I, I definitely wear the shoes, though. Like, my shoes are kind of dirty, you know? Like, I don't be... I wear them. I think you should wear your shoes. Nah, you know? I'm I'm too paranoid for that. Like, I seen... Ah, um, I think your shoes are <laughs> I seen somebody, they had a pair of off-white ones. Them, them look, joints look beat up. They was on a dirt bike and everything. I'm uh, like, bro, no, I'm not what are you doing? I'm not disrespecting the shoe. But I do want to get it off. Do want to get it off. And just like a couple weeks ago, I was doing some cleaning and like I had some uptowns. Like I forgot which year I brought them in. It was basically mm-hmm. like just white on white. I never wore them. I took them out the box and then it was just disintegrated. Oh shit! That shit <laughs> fell off the box. Yeah. <laughs> I had a pair of those. I got my son these. I went to Australia and got him the Concords because it was just my favorite shoe. He was the original ones from the 90s and the kid size and um, he couldn't even wear a shoe yet. You know, like he was like, I was like, one day he'll fit them. So I kind of got it like that. When he put them on the first day the, the damn sole came off. <laughs> like the OG ones, those are the best sneakers to buy for me. Well, f- well for me personally because I like to collect them. And yeah. I just like the history behind the sneaker. So, yeah. so for me, it's always OG. Like, I have OGs one through seven. I'm wow. trying to get up to, like, 14 at least. Yeah. Yeah, I got, I don't know how many. I know I have, like, I, it was one point when I was like, I need to have one through, but they not all, my Jordans not all OGs. Because, you know, a lot of them was when they retro when I was standing in line. Right, but so, I definitely got every Jordan. Like, oh my god, oh my god, every color, olive, flint gray. I, you know, what I mean, the Jordans was. It was just a part of growing up, and like, I feel like when I was little, I couldn't get every pair of shoes. I couldn't, you know, what I mean, like from not being able to afford them or modeling them, not like, you know, what I mean, like maybe if I get the shoes, it's like the ones I really, really want. You know, what I mean, but now. Or even not now, but just as I as I kind of you know got a little bit of success, I wasn't missing no Jordan Elites at all. It was just no way, you know what I mean. And they was putting them out frequently. They started throwing colorways out too. But I was like, I need them all. I need fourteens. I need I need the royal blue fourteens. You know. <clears throat> so like, what do you think about Virgil and his off white collection? Like at first, I thought it was cool, original, but now they're just off white and everything. And then eventually, it's like. It's going to be stale, and then, like, the price, the resale price yeah. for some of them is going to go down. So I think they should just just, just chill out on that for, for yeah. a little bit. 
You know, it's interesting because at, at first I was like not into it. <clears throat> I was just like, that's too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, why you got a hole in the Jordan? You know, like a lot of the stuff I was just like, but then I just started looking at it like art, you know, like, you know, like not necessarily the original shoe, you know, like the retros didn't really change too much when it was coming out. It was like the naked eye really couldn't tell. Only a sneakerhead mm-hmm. could really tell. Like, oh, the 88 got the Nike in the back instead of the Jordan sign. You know what I'm saying? But He's most cats, really, yeah, you really, most cats really couldn't tell. But with, uh, I look at it like everything he's doing now, it's like, it do look like upscale. Like he is making it look cool and, you know, he throwing a piece on it and it's like his signature, you know, but um, man, I, 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 I haven't been a fan of the resale shit for a long time. Like I hate that shit. Like for real, like, man, cause it, it makes it so difficult, you know? And it's like, I don't know if it's like, you really want something, they're going to hike it up. It's like, don't take advantage of me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Unless, unless you have a bot, like you're not getting no off white. Nothing. I tried the bot thing, man. I tried to buy the bot and work it. It's just too difficult. <laughs> the bot is the biggest. All right. So, um, like, were you able to get the Union 4s? That was actually, like, the last purchase I made. Like, I bought Yeah. Them. So, look, I didn't get them yet, but I'm going to get the black ones. And i just been waiting because all my people that are like, got them, they like, just wait. They're going to go down. Just wait. They're going to go down. But they definitely a Mando purchase. They a Mando purchase and they're not going down. <laughs> No time soon. I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm like, man, y'all keep saying they're gonna go down, but they still twelve hundred. <laughs> I want those for sure, man. For, for sure, for sure. Cause we actually designed a t shirt around those shoes. So, you know, I'm definitely, you know what I mean? You gotta have them. I just wanna get a smart rate. All right. So like I think like the collabs between like high end brands and um and like the brands like Nike and Adidas or whatever. Like it's good for sneaker culture as a whole, but at the same time, like it brings leeches and like culture yeah. vultures to like sneaker culture. Yeah. Like, so what do you think about some of like the recent like collabs between like high fashion designers and regular yeah. sneaker brands? Uh, you know, it's interesting. I, I always think of um, life with balance. You know, like they gotta do this and they gotta do this and they gotta do this and they gotta do this. But for example, there is sometimes when I just tap out, you know, like the Dior's and the ones, like I tapped out. Yeah. You know, it's cool. Like they doing too much. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel y'all. I like Dior and I like ones, but I'm cool. It's just too much, man. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just too much. Somebody gonna gift them to me. I'm a rock. <laughs> like um, like like my favorite collab is the Fear of God Nike collab. I mean, like do you oh mess with God. those sneakers? I got every color. I got the orange, the mint. I got the black. I got the cream. I love Fear God. You know, he he's he's like he's like he's like my favorite probably. You know, when it comes to the fashion too. So when I saw him in Nike, I was like, damn, what is he about to do? And then everything just looks so futuristic. He nailed it. I feel like he really nailed it. <clears throat> like I think it'll be dope if Don C. If he if he designed like the All Star Game jerseys one day, mm. or if they partner uh, with like Supreme or something. I think. Yeah. I think that'll be pretty dope. Yeah, that one's gonna go crazy. That one go crazy. When that Louis, when Louis and Supreme, that that went so crazy. It was like, damn, I I couldn't believe that shit was so expensive. Did you get the jumper? 
Nah, you know what I did? I waited, and after you know the other the the blue Louis jeans that came out, but they was not the uh, the Supreme ones. Yeah, the blue that was just like dark blue. I just went and got those. <laughs> <laughs> like I may or may have brought the jumper, but if I did, I can't wear that outside. <laughs> Bro, that's what I'm saying. What was it like? Four thousand for the jacket? I want to say six somewhere around here, like close to ten. I'm like, yes, that shit is so much. I think I think I re- I had a like moment where <clears throat> I got some stuff stolen on like my birthday one year, and that just turned me off to like spending on stuff that's like that. I, like you know, so now it's like. I'll be real picky, you know what I'm saying? Or like when I'm gonna make a big purchase, I'm like, damn, they took my all my favorite jewelry out of my favorite backpack with my favorite, you know what I mean? Like everything was my favorite. Like, oh my god, like, you know what I mean? So I don't know, but I definitely feel like that was one thing that I loved. You know, all of that stuff when they did the denim baseball jersey, that was hard too. All right, so I want to play a couple of rounds of start bench cut. All right. I'll give you yeah. um, three brands, and you just tell me start bench or cut it. All right, okay. so um, the Dior X Jordan, the Virgil Off-White Nike Collection, or Nike Fear God, start bench cut. All right, you got to start. <sighs> you got to start, Jerry. I'm starting Jerry with the fear guy. And then I'm benching the off-white collection. And I'm cutting it to yours, bro. Damn. I sound like a hater, but I, <laughs> I like them. I just, I'm, I got to cut them. You know what I mean? All right. So um, same game, but I'm... Um, for rapper collabs. All right. So Drake, OVO, and Nike, Travis Scott, Nike collab, or Yeezy and Adidas. All right. We got to start. Mm. I think we got to start Yeezy, bro. I fuck with Yeezy, but I fuck with Travis too. Like, it's almost equal. And then I would bench. <laughs> I would cut I would cut the Jersey OVO joints. All right, so what do you think about Travis Scott, like, and um, what he's brought to sneaker culture? Like, I like the Cactus Jack sneakers and the merch, but um, but that meal from 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 what um McDonald's, I can deal, I can do without that, man. Yeah, I could have did without it, but I still copped a t-shirt. I yeah. just copped one of the brown t-shirts that I thought was like a vintage-looking t-shirt, and then um, but I really like, I love everything he's doing. Like that's I almost said him over. Yeezy, like it was close, but I have every color, every Yeezy you ever think of. You know, like now it's my, that's how I am. With, was how I was with Jordan's. Is how I've become with the Yeezys, just because I just I think that he's it's the the shoes is just like no nothing like them. You know what I mean? Like for somebody to do something original, I really really look up to that in in all forms of the innovation. You know, like of just treading your own. Um, lane you know and and with yeezy it's like it's a whole new swag that is just you know it's just tight it's just tight but as far as what trav is doing it's like i would do that i would like that lane for eric bellinger you know what i mean so that's 
that's big for me to say because I just really like love my brand and what I built. But I look at Trav and what they've built as well. Like, damn, I fuck with everything they're doing over there. All right. So can you tell us a little about um, 2090 New Vintage? Yeah. So 2090 New Vintage is actually, um, it started off as a store um, on Melrose. <clears throat> and um, vintage clothes that I've, you know, just been collecting over the years from different vintage um, boutiques overseas and over the years. And my Rose Bowl Sunday afternoon finds and made a store out of it and mixed it with new hype. Like from the, I got a bunch of sneaker guys. So, so we do consigning with shoes. We do the Supreme stuff. We do all the, you know, uh, the North face collabs. We got a lot of cool stuff in there. Also, uh, celebrity closet pools, like from my friends, like Wale's gave us some stuff and, you know, just, just, just a, a clothing store that was on Melrose. And now we've just made it an overall movement. You know, we got an online store now, which is shop2090.com. And then we also have uh, music. We got 2090 song. We got 2090 music video. We got 2090 art. We got 2090 the album coming in January. So it's futuristic sounds, futuristic R&B. And, you know, I definitely feel like, you know, everything, look, everything is like, you know, we kind of like time travel vibe with everything. So. Yes, yeah, 2090 is like our idea of the future, and it started with the 90s because I missed the 90s. I missed. I was alive in the 90s, but culturally, I wasn't a part of it. You know what I mean? So I was like, man, it's such my favorite decade. Like, let's do something called 2090s to where we can, you know, if we don't make it to 100 and <laughs> whatever years old, we can at least impact in a way that's, you know futuristic and now since we've been saying that now i see nas saying it all the time nas in 2090 29 i'm like damn i don't know where he got that from but great minds think alike all right so before i let you go i kind of want to transition to basketball since you're from la um do you like the lakers or the clippers lakers man lakers 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 my manager neiman you know, that's been my best friend since seventh grade, and he's always like the Clippers. So we've always, you know, went back and forth, but I'm big time Lakers. You know, my favorite subject for the past couple of weeks has been the Clippers collapse, man. What happened? They flopped so hard, they got dock fired. <laughs> <laughs> they got black fired. <laughs> nah, it was bad, bro. Like, they got, they got Molly Wap. <clears throat> And PG might even get the boot too, which I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. Yeah, man, they they really like moving a lot of stuff around with basketball, <laughs> man. It's like you could be on this team and wake up and not even realize you already been <laughs> traded. So, like by the time this airs, like the Lakers, I think they'll have the NBA Finals wrapped up, like their first title since 2010. Like, what do you think this would mean for LA? You know, given Kobe's death and like the first title in over a decade, man, it just show our love for Kobe. You know, it show our love for the mom, but not only us as you know, Laker fans and Los Angeles uh, natives, but just that fight, you know, and that mentality that Kobe had. You know, we seeing this team come together in a way like never before, and I really truly feel like his spirit 
um, you know, is in the building, wherever they at now. You know, they got it on the jersey and they wear it and they with pride. And, you know, I feel like when yeah, this be already out already, maybe if we, you know, got the championship right now, I don't think it's no coincidence. And I think that the guys have a great team, but they also play great. You know, a lot of times people have great teams, but they don't really play great together. And, and right now the love is in the building. All right, so like you was around for Kobe and Shaq, and um, now you're around for AD and Bron. So I want to put you on the spot, spot a little bit. Like okay, Kobe and Shaq or AD and Bron, who you got? Ooh, I'm going with uh, Kobe and Shaq, man. Kobe is Kobe. I look at Kobe like you know, like how LeBron is playing right now. Kobe always play that, man. He always, always, every quarter, every minute. He never take nothing. But LeBron is playing like that now, though. You know, like LeBron is really like, this is the LeBron, you know, that everybody's been talking about. And I'm glad he on our team now. But I feel like, I feel like Sensei is always Sensei. <laughs> All right, man. I want to thank you for joining me. Like, um, like your sneaker game is top notch. I'm trying to get like you, man. <laughs> hey good looking man i'm about to post i just posted a little uh tiktok i just posted a tiktok but it was like all about your shoes you seen that go to <laughs> i yeah, just I'm posted it was like it was like what is your least expensive shoe what is your most worn <laughs> shoe what is your favorite pair of shoes what is your most you know recent pair of shoes you bought your most expensive shoes and it's just like switching up all the shoes but Good looking, man. I, I I love shoes, man. And I don't know if you can see this, but um, if you want to give me this Supreme X North Face jacket, feel free. We got it, right? <laughs> we got it. If you need it, we got it. All right. So anything can happen here. Um, he had to go real fast, but I just want to thank him for coming on. You know, check out his new album, Eric B. for President Term B. It'll be out this week. Peace.